Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Whitfield Report. I want to thank you so very much for joining me here uh, today in the past, present, future hour, wherever you may be listening. And um, I'm sorry for recording this so late in the day. Um, By the time some of you hear this, it may be... uh, Friday, actually, but I am recording this on Thursday, hence why the show is, uh, you know, TWR Thursday, as always. Um, So, uh, I did actually do a live stream uh, of the Thursday show earlier today, uh, just about an hour ago, but um, the... Video is not done processing on YouTube. I don't know why it's just been taking uh, a bit longer for my live streams to, uh, you know, process fully on YouTube. Hence, I can't rip the audio, and I would much rather uh, have an episode posted for you today on Thursday than, uh, you know, wait for YouTube to finish processing, which, you know, could take into tomorrow. Friday, which I would rather not do. I'd rather try and keep this podcast on its regular schedule as much as possible. Um, As always, if you like the podcast, though, uh, and if you want to follow me and follow the show, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at somebody underscore NDC, hashtag uh, Whitfield Report. You can also follow the Whitfield Report on uh, Twitter directly at Whitfield Report. That's the uh, main Twitter for the podcast. Uh, you can follow me on 
Gab and Mines at Sam Whitfield. Uh, and you can like the uh, show's Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. And of course, uh, obviously, you're listening to this on uh, one of the major podcast platforms like uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or a different podcast app. So uh, please, wherever you are, feel free to give us a, uh, you know, kind review if you would, uh, you know, be so inclined to do that. That really helps uh, me out and helps grow the podcast. So uh, anyway, folks, last week I was on vacation. Uh, I was in North Carolina and uh, I really did like uh, North Carolina a lot actually it was uh, a good time and I had a good trip we uh, went up there the family did to celebrate my mom's birthday so that was uh, a good time and as some of you may have seen from following my uh, Instagram feed those of you who do follow my uh, personal Instagram account I uh, visited uh, two breweries on Tuesday, the day before I left, our last day there. We visited the uh, New Belgium Brewery in uh, North Carolina in Asheville. And uh, we also visited the uh, Sierra Nevada Brewery in Asheville as well. And they were pretty close to each other. Now... For those of you who uh, know my history, I actually grew up in uh, Colorado. I did not grow up in Fort Collins, uh, where New Belgium is. However, I, I, I've obviously been to Fort Collins a couple times, and uh, it's a good area. It's a nice area of Colorado when I was there. Uh, I haven't been back to that part in a few years, so I don't know how, how it's been since I've moved uh, from Colorado to Florida, but, you know, New New Belgium, if you're from Colorado, uh, New Belgium is definitely, uh, you know, a big part of Colorado's culture, as is, you know, the Coors Brewing Company, obviously. But uh, when I, you know, when I moved from Colorado to Florida, I was... Uh, I was 18, I had just graduated high school, so obviously I wasn't of the drinking age uh, back then. Um, I've been back to Colorado a few times since the end of the family, but I haven't got, gotten a chance to visit uh, the Fat Tie Brewery out there or the Coors Brewery. I'm probably going to do those two things when I go back there probably next year uh, sometime. But uh, I just haven't had the chance to go to either one of those breweries. And the reason why I bring that up is because I kind of found, I kind of found it humorous that um, I actually visited the, uh, the North Carolina Fat Tire Brewery first, uh, considering that I'm from Colorado. And uh, the tour guide actually found that humorous too when I told him that I was originally from Colorado, but that this was my first uh, New Belgium brewery tour. Um, he kind of found that funny as well. But uh, anyway, I uh, really enjoyed the, uh, you know, the New Belgium brewery. I learned um, a lot 
about the company's history and about their different types of, uh, you know, beers that they make. Uh, obviously, anyone who follows the show and who, and who has followed the Whitfield Report lore for a while, uh, kind of the, the lore or the mythos or whatever you want to call it of this show, knows that I do... Uh, I'm a beer enthusiast. Uh, I'm not an alcoholic by any means, but I, you know... I'm a beer hobbyist, I guess you could say. Um, so, Fat Tire is definitely one of my favorite as is Sierra Nevada. Guinness, uh, you know, is more or less the staple beer of this show, or as I call it, the uh, the official unofficial beer of the uh, of the Whitfield Report. Although, you know, the uh, the Guinness purists will say it's not a beer; it's a stout which, uh, you know, it is, they're not wrong, and, uh, obviously this is not an audio podcast, but if you had the chance to watch the video podcast, um, you would know that I'm currently wearing both my Guinness, uh, brewery t-shirt, and I'm also wearing, uh, my new cap that I got from the Sierra Nevada, uh, brewing company in olive green, so very cool. Um, I, aside from the brewery tour, I uh, just you know Asheville, North Carolina, Waynesville. That was the area we were at. Uh, very beautiful part of North Carolina, uh, and for my first trip to North Carolina, just in general, um, you know that I can remember. I was there a long time ago when I was a you know, a smaller child, but I don't really remember it. North Carolina is a very beautiful state. Um, just a lot of, uh, just beautiful, uh, waterfalls and, uh, you know, just the, the mountains, or I guess what, uh, you know, you guys out here in the South Call Mountains is absolutely beautiful. They're, uh, they're hills to me. You know, considering that I grew up in Colorado, now those are mountains. But, uh, you know, very beautiful out there in North Carolina. Love, um, I just love the nature out there. And uh, the people are, you know, are very pleasant as well up there. Just great people. Uh, everyone was very nice and very, uh, very welcoming. So uh, I enjoyed my trip. And uh, I'm glad to be back here. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this show isn't going to be that long, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, the Thursday podcast. Uh, this might be the shortest show I've done in a while, actually. Of course, uh, you know, I say that, but then I might go on for 30 minutes, but there there were uh, a couple newsworthy things that happened, uh, you know, while I was gone last week that I want to cover, and one thing that I that happened actually today that I wanted to cover, or I guess yesterday that I wanted to cover. Um, the first thing of significant newsworthiness that I wanted to cover, this is actually going to take up the bulk of the podcast, I would say is um, Jeffrey Epstein 
the uh, the alleged child sex trafficker, and I, you know, I'm saying alleged in air quotes, but I mean, come on, we all know that, you know, at this point the charges are looking like they're going to stick. Um, but for those of you who haven't seen the news yet, uh, apparently yesterday, Wednesday, uh, Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide, or uh, rather, he attempted to commit suicide unsuccessfully. Um, and so, because of this, the, uh, the internet, and particularly Twitter, has been ablaze with uh, a whole bunch of different theories that, uh, you know, you have a lot of conservative commentators out there, uh, a lot of people on the right, saying that, oh, this is the, uh, you know, this is the Clinton, uh, you know, this is the Clinton crime family, the Clinton cabal. They don't want Jeffrey Epstein uh, talking, and so, you know, they're suiciding uh, Jeffrey Epstein just like they did with Seth Rich and with, uh, you know, a bunch of other people. This is the, you know, and Epstein's on the Clinton, uh, you know, kill us or whatever. Um, then you have people on the uh, left, you know, on the flip side on Twitter saying, oh, well, you know, uh, Trump was friends with Jeffrey Epstein, and so, you know, Epstein probably has something on Trump in Russia, and uh, so, you know, the President of the United States probably want, wants him dead as well so that he can stay on in the White House and, uh, you know, not be impeached. So, uh, you know, I, I bring this up because it's very interesting to me how both sides see the Epstein uh, suicide attempt, or rather how both sides seem to have conspiracy theories about the Epstein suicide. Now, let me say this. In terms of uh, Clinton conspiracy theories, I believe a lot of them, actually. Right? I believe that, uh, you know, the Clintons probably did have Vince Foster killed back in the 90s. I, you know, I believe that the, it, there's a very strong possibility that that happened. Uh, maybe as a cover-up. I believe that there's a strong possibility of Seth Rich uh, getting whacked by by the Clintons. Um, I believe that there were a bunch of other illicit activities uh, committed by uh, the Clintons with the Clinton Foundation and whatnot. And I believe that uh, Hillary Pop. Hiller probably actually did try to steal the election herself, but then got a, you know, swift surprise when she couldn't because the overwhelming, you know, enough people voted for Trump that it shocked her and, you know, uh, she couldn't buy out the election like she thought she could, and neither did John Podesta. So, you know, I'm not defending the Clintons here. I certainly believe that they are nefarious people. And uh, they're just generally awful human beings. 
I think, and uh, I'm not a fan of them by any means. But I don't think that the Clintons are responsible for the uh, attempted Epstein suicide. And uh, a couple, here are a couple reasons why. Okay, one, if they tried to kill Epstein, they didn't do a very good job, and two, if they were behind this, Epstein would have probably been found dead in his cell instead of, you know, an, an attempted suicide. Um, more importantly, though, with the Clintons, Here's the, here's the truth about the Clintons now in 2019. Bill and Hillary do not have the uh, political uh, influence that they did years and years and years ago, right? Bill has been out of the presidency for almost 20 years. Uh, Hillary has lost the bid for the presidency twice. And the Clinton Foundation closed shop uh, in early 2017 following the uh, 2016 election aftermath. There has been no indication that Hillary Clinton is going to run for the presidency in 2020. And by the way, Hillary isn't, go isn't going to run uh, for the presidency in 2020. And uh, let me explain that real quick. First off, I don't think she has the physical, uh, you know, stamina or the, f or the physical health or the mental health to run for the presidency again. I just don't think she has in her... I, I just don't think she has in her, uh, you know, bar none. She's not in any condition to run. Uh, secondly, though, no one, even on the Dem side, wants her to run now. Right? The new generation of uh, those on the left, AOC, Ilhan, Omar, and uh, Rashida Tlaib, those three are, you know, are kind of more or less the new... Uh, you know, leftist running things in the Democrat Party. And Hillary Clinton is a relic. She's a fossil. They don't want... The Clintons are too establishment for the new left. Which is a very scary thing that the Clintons aren't far left enough for them now, but I digress. The point being is that the new left isn't going to allow, you know, the Clintons to have a seat at the table. And that includes Chelsea, too. Yes, Chelsea is a, is a millennial. But Chelsea's biggest downfall is the fact that she is a Clinton. She's not going to have a, have a career uh, in the future of the Democrat Party, at least not in AOC's branch. Uh, and I doubt that, you know, I doubt that the country is going to want another Clinton period, even if it's the daughter of Bill and Hillary. I just don't see it. 
you know, America didn't want the Bush dynasty, which I think was a good thing, and they're not going to, going to want the Clinton dynasty either. So, bottom line, the Clintons are out of the picture in politics. They have no political power. They have no political capital anymore. Therefore, they have no reason to uh, whack Jeffrey Epstein. And also, I don't think that they would have, uh, you know, spilled any secrets about who they whacked to Jeffrey Epstein, right? I I don't... I just don't think that there is uh, enough good logic and reasoning for the Clintons to make uh, an attempt to uh, kill Jeffrey Epstein and then botch it. So this wasn't a, a Clinton hit job. Um, now to the left, who is saying that, you know, this is Trump. He tried to kill Epstein. Uh, not much to say there other than, well, let's look at what the left has accused Trump of. They've accused him of sexual misconduct. They've accused him of collusion with Russia. They've collused, accused him of, you know, they basically tried throwing everything in the book at Clinton, at uh, Trump. And, um, I mean, and uh, it hasn't stuck for them. So, uh, there's... There's nothing to indicate that Trump was at Epstein's island. Um, and believe me, if there were any, any indications that Trump were at Epstein's island, we would be hearing about it. We would have already heard about it by now. The media would be putting it out, out there nonstop. It would be all over CNN nonstop 24-7. It would be all over, you know... ABC, NBC, it would probably even be on Fox News. Admittedly, if Trump were caught up in the Epstein thing, it would have surfaced by now, but it hasn't. So, you know, there's a, there's a very strong likelihood, like a 99.9% that Trump wasn't at the island uh, with... Epstein, so he would have no reason to have Epstein whacked. Um, who would benefit from having uh, Jeffrey Epstein whacked? Well, mostly Hollywood. Uh, and these producers, types like uh, Harvey Weinstein, uh, actor types like uh, Kevin Spacey, and... Um, Oh, the, the, uh, the Ari Carly guy, you know, people, uh, I can't think of, uh, that guy's name right now, but basically, um, you know, the Hollywood system is, uh, full of pedophiles and degenerates who probably love to, uh, have Epstein knocked off, um, in order to keep the list of Hollywood scandals from going even bigger. So, my guess is, is that if it was a hit, 
if there was in fact an Epstein hit, it was probably from Hollywood or the media moguls out there. But what do I think actually happened with Epstein? Uh, well, I think probably what happened with Epstein was he actually probably did try and commit suicide uh, either to get, you know, he probably did it to try and get moved like to a better prison, try and negotiate for a better sentence. Whatever. He knows he's going in into the hole for a long time. So he probably did try and commit suicide. He probably botched it, although I wish he had succeeded. And uh, you know, now it's caused a big whole frenzy on the internet because these days everything has to be conspiracy. So, you know, that's my take on the Epstein thing, unless there's proof that he was actually suicided by any group, you know, I'm sure more of it will come out, you know, if that is the case. But until then, I don't think there was any conspiracy with uh, Epstein necessarily. And uh, that's kind of my take on things. Um, and for those who missed the video podcast, um, I do want to fill some of you guys in because... Uh, I got a bunch of emails, so I explained this in the YouTube video, but I'll explain this here. A lot of you guys are wanting to know what happened to my friend Johnny Arcade, who is the guy who uh, ran one of the Owen Benjamin Watchdog channels. Uh, suffice it to say, Johnny Arcade just decided to take a uh, quick... He decided to take an indefinite break from watching uh, Owen and from clipping his channel because, let's be honest, uh, watching Owen Benjamin clips all day as Johnny did for about a year uh, can be tiresome. So uh, Johnny has just suddenly decided to take a break. I don't think Owen struck his channel or any of the bears struck his channel. Uh, Johnny just decided to take a... Uh, break and uh, you know uh, go back to living his personal life and who knows he might be back he might not be but uh, you know regardless I know that Johnny is thankful for everyone who has supported him and who has supported the channel uh, I really appreciate you guys supporting him and uh, you know supporting all of us who have kind of been, you know, watching Owen Benjamin as he's tried to undermine the liberty movement. So, um, anyway, folks, I don't have a lot, uh, else to cover. Like I said, this was going to be a pretty short podcast, but I did want to cover the Epstein thing for you guys because that was newsworthy for this week. And, uh, I will have another, uh, podcast on Saturday. That one will be alive, um, as the Saturday show always is. I'm going to be covering uh, a bit more of the, of the uh, you know, Mueller testimony, um, and you know, talking more about that. I didn't have a chance to cover that on the Thursday show, and or really do any research for that since I got home uh, from North Carolina yesterday, and um, you know. In case some of you guys can't tell, I'm still kind of tired from traveling. 
Uh, and that's kind of interesting in and of itself because, uh, you know, you always hear about, you know, how you need a vacation from your vacation sometimes. And evidently that's been the case for, for me uh, since I got back from this trip. I kind of needed the day to recuperate. So, uh, you know, that's what happened with me today. So, uh, anyway, folks, like I said, I want to thank you very much for uh, listening to this week's audio edition of the uh, Thursday podcast. And, uh, you know, if you like the show, please uh, consider supporting us either on Anchor, uh, you know, or on PayPal. All of the links are down in the description uh, of the podcast. So... Uh, once again, folks, I really appreciate you listening. I will be back uh, for the show live on Saturday evening. Uh, and as always, if you can't catch the Saturday show live, that, of course, will be archived uh, for you guys in the podcast feed on Sunday as well. So anyway, folks, uh, I want to thank you all for listening. From all of us here at NGC Studios, have a good night. God bless and God save this great nation. And I'll see you on Saturday night live on the YouTube channel. Thank you very much for for listening, and God bless, and God save this great nation. God, freedom, democracy, in that order.